0: This is an ABC podcast. Hello, my friends. Welcome
1: to Newstime. My name's Ruby. Hi, Ruby. Hi, Ruby. Hello. This is a show where we take a look at five amazing news stories from right around the world. And as always, I need your help to do it.
0: Are you ready? Me?
1: Yeah, I reckon I am. How about you? Let's do it. Yeah! Oh, prepared as always. OK, well, let's get started. Take us over to... Story number five. October 31st is a special spooky time of year.
0: Uh, Halloween! People wear spooky costumes and go... Trick or treating. They dress up as w- wizards and ghosts and firefly fairies. They even decorate their house as spooky.
1: Yes, on Halloween, people dress up in scary costumes. And sometimes you can go with a grown up to visit your neighbours. You can walk up the path, knock on the door, and say
0: Trick or treat! Trick or treat! The people don't give you treats, then you just
1: trick them. It's a lot of fun. But did you know that Halloween is a holiday that's actually been around for thousands of years? Historians, they're the people who study things that have happened in the past, they think that Halloween started as an ancient Celtic festival called Samhain. People living in England, Scotland and Ireland more than a 1,000 years ago used to have a big party to celebrate the end of the harvest season. They'd get all the food from their farms and crops and get ready for dark, cold, scary winter. Over time, people started telling spooky stories on the last day of October.
0: Because Halloween, it's supposed to be scary. Because Halloween is a spooky time of year.
1: As the years went on, that day came to be known as All Hallows' Eve. And then that became Halloween. What are you dressing up as this year?
0: A ghost. The white witch. Um, Maybe I could be a skeleton? Ooh,
1: very scary. Happy Halloween, everybody. Happy Halloween. And on that spooky note, looks like we are up to... Story number four. Spring has well and truly sprung. And as we get closer to summer and things start heating up, you might be noticing a few more black and yellow creepy crawlies in your garden or at the park. Honeybees.
0: They buzz and they sting.
1: They can sting if they get worried, but usually bees will leave you alone if you give them some space. They're usually much too buzzy. Oops. I mean busy, to worry much about what the rest of us are up to. A hive full of bees is called a colony, and as the weather warms up through spring and into summer, colonies get bigger and bigger. Eventually, they can't all fit in their nest. Imagine sharing your house with 10,000 brothers and sisters. That's crazy! If that happens, the bees take flight and go searching for a new home. When they're flying, a group of bees is called a swarm, and sometimes a swarm can have 25,000 bees. Swarms can also happen when a new queen is born.
0: She's the biggest one of the bees, and she tells the worker bees what to do. They are the one who lays all the eggs. They live longer than the worker bees. She, um, controls all the bees.
1: If you see a swarm of bees, don't worry. Scientists and beekeepers say that bees are actually pretty gentle when they're swarming. They're too busy finding somewhere to live. The best thing you can do is leave them alone.
0: Yeah. I'd
1: tell my parents. Good thinking. Mum or Dad might be able to ask a beekeeper to help move them to a safe spot.
0: Up in a tree. On the fork of a tree or somewhere. So no humans can get to the beach. OK, busy
1: bees. Where are we headed next?
0: Door number three!
1: A new band is bringing Yongu surf rock to the radio. This band's name is King Stingray, and they're from Yirrkala, a town in Arnhem Land on Yongu country up in the Northern Territory. Their music is a mix between surf rock and their own unique Yongu culture. <laughs> musicians in King Stingray all grew up together. In fact, they're the kids of a famous Aussie band called Yothu Yindi.
0: They released the song and they're very famous now because they released that song and it's Aboriginal and it mixes in with the dancing and you can hear all these musical instruments in the background.
1: I reckon you're thinking of the song Treaty. It was one of the first songs in an Aboriginal language that became popular all around the world. And just like Yothu Yindi, King Stingray mixes rock and roll and Indigenous music to celebrate different cultures coming together.
0: Because the hearts on both English and Aboriginal are important. Because then people get to communicate with different people and, and we get... To do more things and get to learn to do things that you might not know from other people's languages.
1: The singer in King Stingray is Gumach Man Yuna Yumapingu. The guitarist is Roy Kellaway. Both of them grew up watching their dad and uncle play music with Yothu Yindi all around Australia. They say music is in their blood. That is just
0: awesome. They love music music is in their family. I stay true to my roots, And I want to stay here with you hey! That was great. That is just awesome. That was
1: their song, Hey Wanaka, which means, hey, what's up? In Yongumatha language. Alright, little rockers, now let's dance our way over to...
0: Story number two!
1: This story is about a koala with a bit of an unusual name. He's called triumph.
0: Koalas are very fluffy, and they have a black nose and, well, they're just really lazy. Yes,
1: koalas are grey furry marsupials and they love snoozing the day away and munching on gum leaves.
0: They're good at climbing.
1: They are excellent climbers. They have special hands and feet that are perfect for gripping onto branches and their long claws can cling onto tree bark.
0: They need them to to grip onto stuff. But our friend
1: Triumph, he has a bit of trouble climbing because he was born without his right foot. Luckily, he lives at a wildlife centre, so he has carers to look after him. Sometimes Triumph's leg can hurt him. So recently, his carers organised him a very special present. They asked some scientists to make him a prosthetic limb.
0: To replacement, it's sort of an extra arm, a spare arm or a leg. To help them walk. They help them climb. Limb is the word
1: for an arm or a leg, and a prosthetic limb is an arm or a leg, or a hand or a foot, that's made out of plastic or metal or some other material.
0: It looks so cool. The prosthetic limb would make it very easier. It's good for the koala.
1: I think so too. No one's ever made a prosthetic foot for a koala before, but that hasn't stopped these clever scientists. They're working with the Wildlife Centre to make a foot that will help Triumph move and climb more easily and live his best koala life. Alright, let's climb down from this gum tree now and head out of the bush to our next story. Story number one. This story is probably one of the strangest ones we've ever had on Time, and it's all happening in outer space. Human beings have put some pretty strange things into space.
0: Metal, um, junk plants.
1: Yep. And mice. Yeah. And honey. What? And how about a red convertible sports car? No, definitely not. It's true. Right at this very moment, there's a shiny red sports car flying through space. And who's in the driver's seat? A mannequin dressed up as an astronaut called Starman.
0: O-M-G. How did it get there?
1: That is an excellent question. Starman and the sporty space machine were launched into space two years ago.
0: Maybe they just wanted to see if it would float in the air or just go back to Earth. I'm not sure. Maybe so they can find out why the car... ..how the car works in space. Or they just wanted to put it there for some reason, like a space car. Starman's
1: mission was to test out a powerful rocket called Falcon Heavy. They wanted to see if the rocket could get into space carrying a heavy weight, like a car. And the launch was a success. Since then, Starman has covered nearly 2.1 billion kilometres in space. That's the same as driving all the roads in all the countries on Earth... 57 times.
0: Whoa, I think it's going to reach the end of the solar system.
1: Recently, Starman ticked off another big to do on this intergalactic trip a drive by of Mars. Scientists reckon that Starman and the car and the rocket will keep gliding across our solar system for thousands and maybe even millions of years. Good luck, Starman. And that, my space explorers, is the end of our countdown. Thank you so much for all your help today. I'm off to find some fresh new stories for next week. I'll catch you then. Bye, Ruby. Bye, Ruby. Bye, Ruby. Ciao for now.